Coming up on Studios America, Glenn Beck gives us a preview of what may be his most important show ever. A majority of Americans want to move on from Biden in 2024, kind of like they want to, you know, breathe and eat. I mean, it's obvious at this point. And Joe Biden's disastrous first year is starting to hit the American people with huge consequences. I'll look at the latest as we do the inflation crisis. Stu does America. Lots of new numbers are out. Aren't you excited? We love numbers on this program. It's Chartapalooza Conservanerds Unite. Um, the numbers are not looking good. The Bureau of Labor and Statistics Consumer Expenditure Survey found that housing, which accounts for one third of the average household's budget, is up 20 percent from this point last year. Transportation fuel is up 60 percent. No small thing with the average household spending is 16 percent of, uh, of of its budget. So you're spending a lot on fuel. And of course, fuel is part of everything. Right. Everything that gets transported to you. It's all got an element of fuel cost in it. Food, which makes up about 13 percent of the average family budget, is up 5.3 percent. Insurance and health care, which are up as well, they're up 8 percent. Clothing, 3.1 percent of the average budget, is up 4.3 percent. All in all, this means that the most necessary 85 percent of the average family's household budget has cost 21.7 percent more this year than last the 62% of the budget that just goes to food, shelter, and transportation cost 27% more. 27% more than last year. And what's amazing about this is this is just absolute common knowledge now, right? This is, everyone knows this. Everyone knows all these costs are up. Everyone knows that their food is costing a lot more and that Thanksgiving dinner is going to cost a lot more than it did last year. But it was only a little over four months ago that the White House was trying to make sure you did not understand reality. They were tweeting this. Do you remember this classic? Planning a cookout this year? Catch up on the news. According to the Fire Bureau, the cost of a 4th of July barbecue is down from last year. In fact, you must have heard <laughs> hot dog. The Biden economic plan is working, and that's something we can all relish. And the little stat there is the cost of a 4th of July cookout in 2021 is down 16 cents from last year. Now they were roundly mocked because they were celebrating a 16 cent uh, downturn in the price of very specifically chosen barbecue items. Uh, however, we should note that the point behind it and all the puns and the idiocy was to say that the economic plan was working and the evidence that it was working was that prices were down. Even though it was only 16 cents, they were still down, right? Well, here we are now, 27% more for people and their, just their basic needs in one year. And how can we survive this? How can, this uh, how can we handle this going forward as a nation? Now, there's a lot of spin going on, and you've seen the White House attempt this stuff. Jen Psaki, not particularly good at this, but people are curious, like, hey, you know, we see these problems going on, but you seem to be doing things that are going to make these problems worse. Like, for example, why would you close pipelines in the middle of a, uh, a gas price crisis? Why would you do something like this? Listen to her answer. 
Look, our view is that the rise in gas prices over the long term makes an even stronger case for doubling down our investment and our focus on clean energy options oh. so that we are not relying on uh, the fluctuations and OPEC and their willingness to put more supply and meet the demand in the market. Sure. That's our view. Mm -hmm. uh, we feel that, uh, but we also feel that there are a number of actors here, including price gouging, that oh. we have concerns Always and we've seen gougers. out there. We feel we've seen. We've asked the FTC to look into the need for OPEC to release more that are the larger issues here. And that's why we've been focused on those options. You can tell she doesn't even believe this nonsense. It's always it's our view. Like there's this like they put the view on the wall and I'm reading it to you. You see how often she's just reading off of pieces of paper. I mean, I don't think anybody could believe this nonsense. Um, you know, the, uh, and there's a lot of questions like, hey, you know, it seems like we're in a period of inflation here. Why are we going to go spend trillions and trillions and trillions more? Here's Jen Psaki. If we don't act on Build Back Better, what we're doing is we are, won't be able to cut childcare costs in 2020. We know that is a huge impact on people's daily mm. lives and American families. We won't be able to make preschool free for many families starting in 2022, saving many families $8,600. We won't be able to get ahead of skyrocketing housing costs. I mean, that's a part of this bill, too. Has a major investment in uh, building new housing, uh, affordable housing uh, units so that people can uh, can move into them and live in them and address the, the pending housing crisis crisis. And we won't be able to save American Americans thousands of dollars by negotiating prescription drug prices. So our view is this this makes a strong case. This is a strong case for moving forward with this agenda, because what we're really talking about is cost to American families, how it's impacting them. I mean, I'm not saying I believe it, but it's our view that spending trillions of dollars is going to make inflation better. That's kind of the opposite of what we've always learned. Where are they getting this from? Because this is something that the White House is trying to trot out there as if it's a sane argument over and over and over and over and over again. They initially started by saying, look, Moody's, which is a, you know, that's just a it's, a, it's Wall Street. You know, come on, Moody's is saying it. Moody's is saying it without disclosing, of course, the fact that the author of the guy at Moody's is Mark Zandi, a guy who, that the Obama White House tried to hire this is like a basically saying a White House employee said this is going to improve things. Then they've now transformed to this letter. And they've been saying this over and over again. Biden has brought it up. I think this is referring to one letter. You tell me. On September 16th, he says, by the way, 15 Nobel laureates in economics released a letter yesterday arguing that exact same point. They said, and I quote, and this is from 15 Nobel laureates in economics, quote, because this agenda, dot, 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 the one I'm talking about, mine, because this agenda invests in long-term economic capacity and will enhance the ability of more Americans to participate pro uh, productively in the economy, it will ease long-term inflationary pressures. It will ease it. On October 20th, apparently he was referring to a different letter because he said 17 Nobel laureates spontaneously, Nobel laureates in economy, sent me a letter three weeks ago saying it will also reduce, not increase, inflation. He said, I had 17 in a separate statement. I had 17 Nobel laureates and economists send me a letter recently saying my proposals would actually reduce inflation, diminish inflation. And then October 31st, apparently some of these Nobel laureates backed out because now you had a total of 14. I think it was 14 Nobel laureate economists in economics saying this is going to what I'm proposing is going to reduce the inflation, et cetera. So. I mean, obviously, this doesn't make sense. 
right? Why, what are they trying to say here? And to give you the most fair and balanced attempt to understand their thinking here, this is the basic line of thought. Right now we have this idea, uh, we have uh, these ships that are off, uh, you know, off the ports and uh, they can't get the containers uh, into the ports. The con- containers don't have warehouse capacity uh, to get them out of the ports. And so we're having this build up and we, you know, a lot of people want their goods. They can't get their goods because they're stuck at the ports. In theory, right, we would all understand that if we increase the capacity of those ports, Long term, eventually, maybe the, you know, the container ships uh, don't get stuck and that inflationary pressure could theoretically be eased. Another thing that they want to do is and we talked about how the cost of housing is going up. Well, what if we take other people's money and build lots of houses that we give to people or give to them uh, for lower costs? There'll be a larger supply of homes and that will reduce the pricing pressure on housing. Now, There are so many problems with this, it's almost impossible to list them all. But just to give you a couple of them, obviously, there's the monetary problem where you're spending and spending and spending and spending and spending. And eventually, you're just reducing the impact of a dollar. The dollar has remained relatively strong so far, but that is uh, highly questionable going forward. The other thing is what we're talking about is a crisis now. Not after you expand a port in 10 years. We know how long these things take to come. I can't get a freaking, they try to expand one lane on a road near your house. It takes years. You're telling me they're going to expand our port capacity for the nation in a meaningful way to ease inflation pressures? And we should also point out that these people are not at all saying this is going to make inflation go down. That is not what they are saying. Um, They have done a fact check in the uh, Washington Post about this. And, you know, we have our problems with fact checkers from time to time on the show. You may have noticed it. But what they're pointing out here is pretty darn valid. Um, First of all, the letter came out, was commenting on another version of the bill, a a, a, a version of the bill in which some of the things they praised are no longer in the bill. So he's taking credit for these Nobel laureates that no longer are endorsing the version of the bill that's out there now. They also, um, uh, one of the things they talked about were high taxes and a lot of these things that they say is going to help inflation. Now, I don't think that that helps inflation over the long term, but a lot of that stuff has been removed from the bill. So these specific things they were talking about in the letter that would help this magical process are not even in the bill anymore. And then most importantly, what they say uh, about uh, the inflationary pressures is not saying that inflation will go down. They're just saying it will be a little less high than it would otherwise be. So if you take, for example, $3.5 trillion and you just, uh, I don't know, throw it in, you start like, I wish they would just throw it into the ocean. Honestly, that would probably be a better policy. But you just spend it on, you know, just uh, consumable products uh, that you uh, light on fire later on. Well, maybe, uh, you know, that would be worse than what they're going to do, because in theory, like if they expand the ports, as we were talking about, maybe that would help. But generally speaking, all they're talking about is having it be a little less high than it might otherwise be if they spent this much money on other things. Long story short, this is not a plan to lower inflation. And it's certainly and as they also cover broadly in in their reporting, uh, it's. They're not even saying it's going to help in the short term. We're talking about a long, you know, maybe a year, maybe more of this sort of stuff before things might return to normal. They call that transitory. 
So don't worry the next year of your life. It's just a transitory year. I mean, have we not been thinking about this over the past couple of years? Ever since COVID started, I feel like I've been in that constant state of, hey, when this is over, we'll be able to get back to normal. I think everybody sort of feels that way at one time or another. Now, of course, living in Texas, uh, we feel that a lot less than other people do in other parts of the country. But generally speaking, this last couple of years has always has felt like one big period of, ah, I can't wait till we get past this thing so we can do something we want to do. Well, that's what they're telling you now about inflation. As soon as we can get past that, everything will be fine. Um, There is an economist, uh, Carl Weinberg, chief economist at High Frequency Economics. He told, I believe it was CNBC, um, that uh, we should ignore historical uh, hysterical people. Inflation is not here to stay. Eventually, it's going to go away. Don't worry about all those crazy, uh, hysterical lunatics telling you that they worry about high prices. Get over it. Well, let's meet a couple of these hysterical people. This is a woman in Baltimore, a little worried about gas prices. Gas prices are ridiculous. Like many drivers, Sheila Hill sees the higher gas prices putting the squeeze on people. If it keeps going up, it's going to be hard for us to even go to work because the the price is going to be too much. But I have no other choice but to put gas in it if I still need to do what I need to do. If gas prices go up, then something else has got to go down. Uh, in terms of what you might buy. So uh, we've got to keep our eyes on the gas prices and hope that they stabilize. Kate Gerwin says it costs her 44 to $50 every week to fill up her vehicle. Mm, do you believe these hysterical people you're meeting right now? That's in Baltimore, though. Maybe it's just a localized Baltimore transitory problem. However, also happening in California. Here's some more hysterical people. We're talking, let me break this down for you. California drivers now paying about $1.50 more per gallon than they did last year. A huge increase. This comes just as folks get ready to, you know, fill up those gas tanks and go on some Thanksgiving trips. And some of the drivers we spoke with said they're not shocked. They're high, uh, but, you know, with every all the other prices in the world creeping up as well, it's not too surprising. Man, they're high, really high, man. I know it's California, but these are some really high gas prices. I can't do this anymore. I ride my motorcycle a lot more. Uh, I have a one-ton diesel truck that just sits at the side of the house. Can't afford to fill it up. So these are the hysterical people. They look hysterical to you. They look probably and sound probably a lot like you do when you go to the gas pump. When you, like you do when you come out of the grocery store. Everybody notices this. Everybody can tell these prices are going up and up and up and hitting the average family harder and harder and harder. And everyone's telling you you're hysterical for worrying about it. Everyone's telling you, hey, don't worry about that. It's not a big deal. We'll just spend a few trillion dollars and it'll go away eventually. Don't, don't, don't sweat it. So what do you do in a situation where everyone is hitting realistically feeling these problems? They know this is going on. What do you do if you're a Democrat? What do you do if you're someone of the left? Well, you have to start convincing people that maybe these problems you're feeling aren't really problems. What if what if we kind of just tell you, look, it's going to go away soon and maybe you just need to adjust the way you live. We have this from Bloomberg. Americans need to learn to live more like Europeans. Supply chain shortages are constraining U.S. consumers' endless appetite for buying whatever they want, whenever they want. It's about time. This is what people think about you and your uh, ability to get the things you want and need. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't want them so much. Maybe you shouldn't need them so much. 
an Illinois Democrat, claims a little bit of inflation is a good thing. This is uh, Sean Kasten of Illinois said that generally speaking, you know, this is probably a, there's a general consensus among economists that a little bit of inflation would actually be a good thing. Federal Reserve has a mandate to keep interest rates manageable, but non-zero and inflation ma- uh, manageable, but not excessive. Of course, 83 percent of Americans are extremely or very concerned about inflation. Is it a good thing? No one wants to see this happen. We talked about this earlier on today. Yes, uh, wages have gone up over the past year, about four percent. But when the cost of everything else you're buying is up 27 percent, it doesn't make you feel that good about that raise if you happen to get it. So there's this idea now that we should just tell people to get used to it. To act as if this, these things that you've had your entire life just aren't reality. You shouldn't expect them. Brian Stelter had this tweet. The supply chain, she exclaims, looking for milk for a two-year-old. Look at this amazing overflowing abundance, he responds. And it shares a picture of, you know, a refrigerated, I mean, you know, something very common in America. A refrigerated uh, aisle of a grocery store filled with milk and dairy. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, Uh, used to that. And I will say at times we actually do overlook how amazing it is that we are able to have these things in such abundance. It's true. We do overlook the amazing uh, features of American capitalism that bring all of these things to us every day. I mean, go back and read I Pencil, uh, the, the famous essay talking about how uh, these things can come there. It's a it's, it's a literal miracle. I mean, people oh, I can't believe these Walmarts. There's these ugly Walmarts. They're popping up all over the place. When I walk into a Walmart, I am just mesmerized by it. How does this place exist? Think of all the people doing all the different things, all the different specialties, all the inventions, all the incredible ingenuity that leads you to walk into a place where all of that is available to you. It's incredible. It is legitimately a miracle. And I do not just throw that word out there. I mean, it is a miracle. But it is also something that the American people have come to expect. And they've come to expect because capitalism works so well, despite this entire packet of people telling you it's not the reason. It is the reason why we have all of these things. And the question is not just economic. It's not just pragmatic. What happens to the psyche of the American people when all of a sudden the stuff that they're so used to getting and so used to having just dries up? What happens in that scenario? What happens to the country? What happens to the fabric of our society? I'll talk with Glenn Beck about that next. It's very important for you to get out and get some of your holiday shopping done early uh, this year. But don't worry if you're looking for Chamonix, which is the best in skin care. Don't worry about that supply chain because all of their products are made right here in the USA. Chamonix has the best in skincare. I've bought this for my wife and for my my mom over the years. They love it. Uh, and it is it's one of those things that helps with whatever your whatever problem you might be seeing in the mirror, whatever you don't like. Is it fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, bags, puffiness under your eyes? They can make that go away right in front of your eyes. And it's guaranteed because uh, really you can get results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. It's that simple. Now, from now until next week, Thanksgiving, you can see the difference. 
difference for yourself with 60% off all GenuCell packages. It's a huge deal. LoveGenuCell.com slash stew is the place to go to get that deal. LoveGenuCell.com slash stew. Get 60% off the packages. You can order now and get express shipping as well for free. LoveGenuCell.com slash stew. L-O-V-E-G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash stew. Glenn Beck is here once again to be sure you got to check out his newest special crimes or cover up exposing the world's most dangerous lie. It's going to blow your mind. Glenn, thanks for coming on. You've done a lot of homework on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tons. Yeah. Tons. Can I see that card? Because that's your question card, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That card yes. that where you write. Can you zoom in on that? That's that's where you that's where you have I, that, all the questions. Just, yeah. And you can see the logo. And all the facts. It. Can you um, turn it? Can you just turn it over? Yeah, not a, he hasn't even <laughs> he hasn't done a lick of work, not a lick of work. I hear this. you blab all the time. Yeah, I know well. what's coming up on your show. All right. So, in fact, your show is so important today, apparently, that it preempted this incredible program. On and we didn't the need linear. to. There's an it's a two hour show. They said, is there anything you could we have a dancing bear on for the first hour? Really? Yeah. They were like anything to get Stu off the air for that hour. And I'm like, guys, it's not that bad. And they're like, oh, my mm. gosh, a dancing bear. And I said, not a dancing bear. That would not. And they said, one that also bowls. <laughs> so that's. Actually does sound really good. <laughs> it does. Uh, we're going to cut to the bowling yeah. figure. Uh, <laughs> all the footage right, right. now. Uh, so, uh, so you do have a two-hour special mm -hmm. uh, on tonight. We're taping mm -hmm. this a little bit early. Um, can you give people the elevator pitch on why they should turn this show off immediately right now and go over a That's a different channel? thing. Uh, there's two separate reasons why you should turn this show off. <laughs> and then the second reason is you should go right over and watch. Um, the uh, uh, COVID is the biggest story of our life. Yeah. And um, if we don't know what happened um, in this case, we're not going to get better, A. But more importantly, what's going on is uh, possibly humanity ending okay it's bigger ju than just the end of the western civilization because of all of the things that are going through because of covid um, and we don't really even know the reasons why but also there is there's a couple of plot twists that you haven't been involved in i haven't been involved in nobody knows um, that is happening in my opinion this is the only opinion part of this program um every time vaccinations are sold it's like it's like the opposite of every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings <laughs> right right yeah every time a vaccine a vaccine is sold something really really bad is happening at the same time because mm. of that and you'll you'll understand tonight. Now, do you feel that this threat is worse than a 0 0.9 degree temperature rise over a century? I do. Really? I do. Wow. I do. I do. I know nobody in the uh, well, nobody in the administration thinks anything is worse than that. That's true. You know, it's true. Um, it's funny because all of this comes and that special's on uh, right now. You can check it out on on YouTube. Is it? It's it's on YouTube while it lasts. While it lasts. While it lasts. I don't know. I mean, we went over. Have you ever seen the YouTube? rules on what you can and cannot say about COVID. It's really weird. It's like three and a half pages of very fine print. It's crazy. 
Um, so I don't know if they pull it immediately after the special or they pull it during the special. But we are violating a, a lot of those, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we're trying not to, you know, but we have to tell the truth. And this one is all backed up. Everything, as always, backed up with the facts and the actual documents. And you go through all of this in two hours and then you have another hour after. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be with Steve Dace. Steve Dace. Um, I think his name is Dr. Cole. He's an um a leading immunologist and and uh, uh, has lots of experience with COVID and the vaccine and also the actual disease. And then also um, Daniel Horowitz, Daniel Horowitz will well. be joining. Up and that's review. that is just to go over what they just saw and then also to um, answer questions from the audience that will not be on YouTube because I can guarantee you just some of the questions are going to be. You know, n n no go zones. And then you'll be coming back to do an after show of what was seen on this show. <laughs> on this show. Yes. And then yes. I will come back and do a show about what happened on Steve Dace's uh, roundtable. Right. So that it's all coming and up. And then we get together <laughs> yeah. and we digest what is uh, what just happened on all of the shows. So there's a million threats to talk about um, the COVID thing you're going to be covering on your special, um, which maybe you could after this show go over there and click on and watch on demand. Uh, but the other big one. Watch it now. Watch it. Okay, now. I yeah, see. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't even be watching this. You should feel ashamed of yourself for watching this show. You really uh, should. Another thing you've been on, though, for a long time is what's going on with inflation and the effects that it's having on on people. I mean, you've been talking about this for a really long time. I've been talking about this. I mean, in other regards for a very, very, very long time. Uh, but when it comes to covid from the beginning, I said, don't fear the virus, fear the effects of the virus, mm. what it's going to do to us and the economy. And it's all tied together. It's echoing throughout the entire world right now. Yep. Um, it, it, it struck me, uh, we just did a segment on this, but it was only four months ago that the White House was releasing statements and tweets about how the July 4th picnic oh, that's right. barbecue was down 16 cents from the previous year in cost, basically as a way to say, hey, that stuff you've heard about inflation, it's not true. Yeah. Four months later, this has totally changed. Right. And we found that to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we July. all mocked we all it. knew mm -hmm. and we all mocked it. However, this is the most expensive Thanksgiving you've ever had in America. Um, the the gas prices the transportation, if you look at what you spend every month, it's housing, transportation, food, then it's medical. Mm -hmm. OK, um, everything is way up. Transportation is up 60 percent, six zero percent. Your home cost is up 20 percent. The food costs are what was that number like? 12%, 10%, something like that. I mean, the essentials are through the roof now, and we're only at the beginning of this. And this has been the opposite of the past 50 to 100 years, where capitalism has lowered these prices, has made it a, a smaller percentage of what you take yeah, home. Yeah, gee, it's almost like, what are we doing to capitalism? We're going to a centrally controlled mm -hmm. economy where everything is controlled, even financing is controlled. The labor unions controlling labor, the government paying people to stay at home. It's government that has gotten in the way.
That's the problem. Government has gotten in the way. You know, if the government wouldn't have said, if they would have stuck to 15 days, you know, to flatten the curve, uh, and they wouldn't have, they would have said, you know what, if Home Depot is safe, your Ace Hardware is safe as well. Mm-hmm. The world would not be in this trouble that we're in right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, it would have still been tough to deal with a couple of weeks. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been like off, this. But nothing like this. Nothing like this. Nothing like this. You could have probably turned it off for two, two, probably two months maximum if you let the local businesses choose for themselves and stay open. Yeah. Well, what do you think, um, where does this go? Because I mean, we were talking a little bit about cars off the air on radio today. And, you know, I put in a car order, my car's a decade old, and it's, you know, coming to the end of its life a little bit. So, you know, I put in an order for a new car um, a couple of months ago. And I just checked in with them this week, and they said, um, I, we check the orders every day. And we have absolutely no update or idea when the car is coming. Like uh, two months. Now, this used to be they used to beg you to come into these places to buy these cars. Now we're talking months and months without updates on the car that you want to buy. So, um, you know, me, I've been in the middle of renovation. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks left. Two weeks renov- left. Renovation. Um, I ordered my stove a year ago. It arrives today. You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if theory. I come home mm-hmm. and there's a stove, I'll be happy about that. A year. A year. A year. Um, the glass for the windows, still not in. Uh, I mean, to the point to where I won't even get estimates. I won't even get estimates. I, I said to uh, one of the architects and the builder on a project, I said, you know, uh, well, that's I mean, I would expect this uh, to happen from a three million dollar project. Joking. Not. Yeah. Not a three million dollar project right. by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> they didn't laugh. And I said, excuse me, excuse me. That's a laugh line or a line <laughs> where you say, Glenn, it's not anywhere near that. And I said, uh, uh, are we on the same page? And they said, we can't tell you what it will cost to finish. We can't tell you. How do you run a company? How do you run a household? How do you run a country? How do you run your own life when everything that you have is, is upside down? You have no idea what it's going to cost you tomorrow. You have no idea. The beginning of this inflation is right now beginning. It's not it's not coming to an end soon. It's at the beginning of inflation this time next year. You won't recognize it. You won't recognize your country. You won't recognize the store shelves. You won't recognize how people view things anymore that were not luxuries that will be luxuries next year. So because obviously all of this has major economic uh, downstream to it. And, and it also has effects outside of that, right? Like if you can't get medicine or God only knows what else, there's real world effects. But stepping beyond that for a second, what is, what does this do to the psyche of a country that has been, has known nothing but abundance? What, what are the people, how do the people react to empty store shelves and I can't get the things Well, that that's why they're currently trying to train you that we need less. I mean, how many stories did we do this week yeah. 
where the mainstream media, NBC for one, was saying Americans just, this is a great opportunity for Americans to enter the real world. And they have to start thinking about smaller houses and smaller cars and do with less. Okay, there's a reason you would say that if you're in the Great Depression. But the idea is so we can get back. That is not the plan here. That's why we've been talking about the, by the way, get my new book, The Great Reset, order it now, supply chain. Once that book is sold out of its first printing, I don't know how long, literally, could be five months before we get the next printing. Mm. So order it now on Amazon. It comes out in, in January. But that's why we've been talking about this, because everything they're saying right now is not true. The president is talking to OPEC to get the price of oil down. That's that's I mean, he may be talking about that, but that's not the way to get the price of oil down. You open us back up for business. You stop closing pipelines. You start Mm. to hire people back. You support small industry again. Everything that is being done is destroying us and it is destroying our psyche. We are raising a generation now. Think of this. You're 20. You're 20 years old. You don't have any idea what America was like until maybe 2006 when your memories start to kick in. Okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. So they've only seen an America like this. How do you think that generation views the role of government? You can't keep doing this for this long. Americans have to stand back up, stand together, stop the hemorrhaging, stop the hemorrhaging in Washington, D.C., and then start working together again to get things done. All right. Um, There's a lot more to come on that, as well as all the stuff on the COVID special tonight. It's called Crimes or Cover Up, Exposing the World's Most Dangerous Lie. It's one you cannot afford to miss. Uh, Make sure you subscribe at blazetv.com slash stew. A special promo code Fauci lied right now for 25 bucks off. Uh, They're running that to kind of get you access to the special and the after show, which is not going to be on YouTube, right? No. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I I can't guarantee the special is going to make it to YouTube. (laughs) Very true. Glenn, thanks so much. You bet. Thank you. Uh, you may know uh, Built Bar by, uh, you know, first of all, kind of started with my wife talking about it uh, quite a bit. And she blah, 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 blah. And then she told me and then she told uh, Tanya, Glenn's wife, about it. And, and then Tanya said, blah, 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 blah. And then Glenn finally tried one one day out of desperation, pure desperation. That's pretty much the only reason Glenn would eat something that seemed healthy. Um, but True. Absolutely. 100 percent true. <laughs> that one is 100 percent. The fact checker is in on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is fact true. Check. <laughs> fat check. Fat check is fat true. Check. Uh, true. They're only 130 calories. Most of them. Uh, four grams of sugar. They're great flavors. They they kind of lead with flavor first. They want them to taste delicious. They want it to be basically a candy bar that you could actually eat and not feel bad about. Uh, and as we approach Thanksgiving, more reasons than ever uh, to make sure you're ahead of the game a little bit by eating right. Uh, go to built.com, use the promo code STU15. Order 50, uh, order the, your first order is going to get 15% off if you use that code STU15. You check the site off, and they have new limited time flavors all the time. Promo code is STU15 for 15% off at built.com. It's built.com. A new Harris poll is out judging the future for Joe Biden. And he keeps saying he's going to run in 2024. Most people don't believe him because 2024 seems like a long way away for someone who's 175 years old. 
So people don't, they were thinking, I don't know if he's going to really have the energy to do that. But he keeps claiming he is. Um, and so people, uh, Hill and Harris asked this question, should Joe Biden run again for president in 2024 or should he make way for another figure? The poll did not work out well. And I want to break down a couple of different parts of this particular poll. Um, now, 24 percent of all voters said, yeah, he should run again. Now, that's really bad. I, it's hard to describe how bad of a number that is for overall voters. But I feel like the other news is actually worse. Among Democrats, they only only 45 percent of Democrats want him to run again, as opposed to 37 percent who say no, make way for another another figure. That is really bad for your own party. Less than half of them want you to run again. Like that's in, 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 insane. Among independents, the news is much worse. 17 percent of of people say that they want Biden to run again. Only 17 percent of independents. Remember, this is a guy who, uh, you know, his case was he would be able to appeal to moderates and independents. That was his case. And, of course, some Republicans. And now there were some Republicans who want Joe Biden to run again. Eight percent against 87 percent who say uh, no. And it's it's this is not in the poll, but this is just my belief. The eight percent who want Biden to run again are saying we could beat him. Please have him run again because then we'll we'll slaughter him at the polls. So there you go. Not not good news. And you wonder why this is happening. Well, Biden right now is taking this moment in the spotlight with all of these problems we've, we've talked about today. And he's calling on the FTC to probe anti-consumer behavior by energy companies as gas prices soar. This is what they always do. They always blame price gouging and all these anti-competitive practices. One of the ways that they are, I will say, I admit they are being anti-competitive is, um, well, um, shutting down pipelines. Unfortunately, that's the they in that particular sentence is Joe Biden. Joe Biden is cutting down supply. When you have a supply and demand issue and you start cutting supply and threatening all the new supply, yeah, prices are going to go up. That's not the only story when it comes to inflation as it surrounds energy, but it's a big part of it. You know, we're, it's one thing to say, hey, prices are going up. What can we do? We need to add to supply. That might not have immediate effects, but as we talked about with inflation earlier, long-term, it may have some big effects. On the other side, you know, when you're cutting off supply and, and signaling to the world, hey, we're going to have less and less of this, of course prices are going to go up. Um, and so is that part of the reason why he's, you know, so only 24 percent of people want him to run for reelection? Uh, I think that is probably part of it. But there is a bigger uh, element, of course, which is uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, she just sucks. And so people are like, well, I don't know. I don't really want him to run again, but I don't want her to run again. What about the guy, the transportation guy who has worked like four days since the administration started? Can we get him? Uh, is there anyone else we can pull in here? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we're desperate. We'll take anybody. That's kind of where the Democrats are right now. And I don't know how that turns around over the next few years. We've been talking about how crazy inflation is. And if you think money grows on trees like our government seems to do, you could tune out now because you're not going to get this. But if you're worried about the inflation impact from Biden's new, you know, what is it now, 3.5, 1.875 trillion dollar bill, 
uh, that it's time to protect your savings and consider diversifying your savings into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold Group has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. And so right now, uh, you know, if you don't know all the details with precious metals and the IRS tax code, there's a little-known section. You can actually legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals. Should you diversify your portfolio? Have you thought about that in a while? Sometimes we just let this stuff go and don't even look at it. And then, you know, you can easily get burned. Uh, to get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, you can request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word STU to 989898. Easy text, zero cost, zero obligation. You can get this info. Stu is the thing you text to 989898. Again, you can request this free info kit on gold from Birch Gold Group right now by texting Stu to 989898. So Glenn has this big special uh, on tonight. And so we're taping the show a little bit earlier than we, we normally do. And I, as I look across, Glenn is preparing for this. I have never seen more magnets uh, I think the entire history of the show. Uh, he's got about a thousand of them up there. He's explaining something very important and very complicated. Uh, so, but he, you know, Glenn has a way to walk you through such things. Uh, so check it out. Make sure you're a subscriber and support efforts like this. Uh, BlazeTV.com/stew. There's a special promo code going on now for 25 bucks off. It's Fauci lied. So Fauci lied. 25 bucks off at BlazeTV.com/stew. Also, we're getting close to the holidays. Make sure you get your merch. Um, we, uh, we were talking about there's so much late-breaking stuff that's going on with the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, case. We'll probably get into that a little bit more tomorrow. Um, but there's a good chance Kenosha's just on fire, and probably your town as well. It reminded me of uh, one of my favorite mugs for the holidays. Uh, get your, uh, your wonderful, you know, maybe a, a hot chocolate, some eggnog in your... Uh, it's not a riot. It's a mostly peaceful tree-lighting mug, and this will give you... <laughs> Just a picture of a wonderful city on fire behind a Christmas tree. It's not a ride. It's a mostly peaceful tree lighting. Now, right now, at stewdoesmerch.com. You can get your Christmas presents for any uh, you know, conservative uh, or some, someone you don't like, maybe, who's on the left. Uh, annoy them with a Christmas present uh, right now. You can save 20% off all the merch right now at stewdoesmerch.com if you use the promo code STU20. STU20. S-T-U-20. Uh, save some cash and, uh, you know, get... Get the perfect Christmas present for that conservative in your life now and support Blaze TV at StuDoesMerch.com. The promo code is Stu20. Ah, Christmas is coming soon, everyone. And yes, by the way, you can also at StuDoesMerch get these wonderful Christmas cards. This one, of course, highlights our award-winning president. Yes, he's an award-winning president. He won Person of the Year for the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Someone, someone you love who's a conservative would love to get this for Christmas. Taliban Joe, the Christmas card available now at stewdoesmerch.com. Um, and maybe someone who likes Joe Biden that you don't like. Also, this one, uh, you can tell them as they're do making all the wrong decisions and they're just annoying you uh, all the time, you can send them this one that just says you're doing life wrong. It's... It brings along a wonderful Christmas spirit, and I like to write these out every once in a while to people that I think are doing life wrong, like Senator Patrick Leahy. Dear Senator Patrick Leahy, I'll pause as you grab your magnifying glass from the bathroom counter next to the magazines. Well, thank you so much for how you've served this country. Just, just fine for the last 
17 decades or so. Hmm. But let me, let me speak for all Americans. When I say that your decision to leave the Senate finally at the age of like 800 is a welcome one because so far you've been doing life wrong. So a very Merry Christmas to you and yours, but maybe let one of your great, 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 great grandkids drive you home on your last day. The roads are dangerous enough without you on them. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a very Merry Christmas re-education training. All from your friends at Stew Does America. Merry Christmas, everyone.